Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for viewing into the show. So uh, this is a question I've been wanting to ask everybody and even ask myself. Is inflation, well, first off, inflation's here, right? It's here just in time for the holidays. Ho, 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 inflation's come to stay. For a little bit of time, it will be expensive to buy a new sleigh. Hey, for Santa Claus, inflation's affected him way too many times. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to do an inflation song. In fact, I'm terrible at making Christmas songs. Terrible at making songs in general. That's why you love me. You hate my song titles. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this is a fun one. Fun, fun idea. All right. Inflation's here to stay, whether you like to admit it or not. Yeah, it's here. Yeah, it's here to stay. Um, okay, I don't think it's here. I don't think it's here permanently. I do believe in the age of technology. Um, that technology is going to make it to where, even though we money print, even though money's not backed up by anything, it'll be a deflationary response, a deflationary effect in the long run. And what do I mean by a deflationary effect? I believe that technology is going to automate so many different processes and make it to where goods can be so abundant that the supply will almost be, I wouldn't say near infinite, but it will be very abundant. So when supply becomes abundant due to technological intervention, better tools, better abilities to harvest, better abilities to plant trees. The technology is growing at a rapid rate um, in, in, all, in every category. It, it's actually disturbing because uh, human ingenuity appears to be expanding more and more than ever. And since we're all interconnected through the internet, the internet is probably one of the greatest inventions, even more incredible than the printing press. That's a big, bold statement on my end, but it may be even more important than the printing press. Now, don't get me wrong, printing press was huge. Print, if it weren't for the printing press, they wouldn't have the internet either. <laughs> I'm saying that right now. So there's a lot of different ways that the internet was paved, you know, to how we got here. And thank God it exists. Probably one of the most interesting inventions of all time. It really is incredible. So um we really should give props. Uh, but inflation has reared its ugly head. Now, like I said, I believe that due to the automation of the world and that goods can be automated at a rapid rate, it is possible that even though we do a lot of money printing, a deflationary reaction could still happen. However, I actually doubt this. Unfortunately, I doubt this so much. And I'll tell you why I doubt it to a degree. Um, one, it's... We've printed so much fucking money that anything that anybody saved up over the last two years is going to have a very restricted buying power. Seriously, 40% to 50%, maybe even 60% of all dollars that are currently in circulation were printed in the last two years, basically. That's huge. And the Fed has been making love to the printing press. And the printing press is coming. Tons of dollars. This is the truth. The truth is, quantitative easing is a very fancy, fancy term. 
for pumping up printing money, basically. Printing money to buy junk-ass stock. Junk-ass bonds. Junky, junky, junky. And the only reason the S&P 500 goes up, the only reason the overall market goes up under Democratic presidents is because, well, they're the ones who interject all these freaking bills and devalue the dollar. And when Democrats are in office, people realize that saving money, although saving money doesn't matter if it's a Republican or a Democrat, it really doesn't matter at all who's president. If there's money printing going on, you want to make sure that you're invested in assets, stocks, maybe bonds. Bonds are not exactly as uh, inflation-proof unless you get the tips. I won't go over that, but look up tips, bonds. You'll have a better idea of how to kind of protect yourself through inflationary times with bonds. Basically, the principal adjusts over time as inflation adjusts. It's kind of cool. So that is a way, in theory, to protect yourself because the principal itself will go up. You'll still get the same interest rate, but the overall principal that you put in will go up naturally along with inflation. So really handy, but I would only go with tips during these times because, one, cash has no intrinsic value. Like, dude, cash is a currency, and because it's a currency... And because we just keep printing money willy-nilly and it's turning into funny money, the Fed is eventually going to pull back. Now, there's a reason. I'm, I'm going to let you guys know I bet against the market periodically. I keep my bets on the table because if I don't, you know, there's a, there's a way to win, and that's to keep your bets against the market. But also keeping your bets for it. You want to play like a hedge fund and play this slowly over time. Slowly. You want to kind of slowly bet against, you know. Nobody thinks the stock market's going to crash. I can't think of anybody who thinks the stock market's going to crash, but if it does, I mean, I'm turning a bet. I mean, I can get 10 over 1 return. Maybe 20 over 1 if I'm lucky. That's huge for what I've overall bet against, but I've also bet for it. And when you bet for it, that's still a, that's still a bold move. Things are continuing to go up. And so it all, it really, if you want to know the truth, it all, it all sincerely works out in the end. And that's just my unhumble opinion. It all works out in the end. Um, I love index funds. I just want to tell everybody that right now. I'm a big index fund guy. Um, if there's one thing I'm going to promote to everybody, it's an index fund. Um, and leveraged ETFs are huge. If you want to, Play it safe and bet against the market a little bit. Leverage ETFs are pretty sexy. I recommend a leverage ETF no matter what, no matter who you are. I don't care what level of experience you have. It's a way for you to kind of bet against. But, okay, I'm veering off topic. This tends to happen way too much, man. But inflation is here. It's here just in time for Christmas. Things that you would normally purchase, different groceries, gas, they're all going to go up in price. So the thing is, this is why I always say the middle class and the poor are the ones who get fucked because of money printing. Money printing fucks the poor and middle class. If you want to know the truth, that's what happens. And because it fucks the poor and middle class, it, it makes it to where households have to struggle. It sucks so bad. It really does. Um, and it pisses me off a little bit because it's like... Uh, can we just stop printing money? You know, let the market crash. I just say let the market crash. And if you're not already betting in, uh, against the stock market, that's on you. That's on you. Because if you don't see the writing on the wall at this point, it's on you. I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm a warning beacon right now. 
I don't know when the market will crash. I don't even know if it ever will. I mean, if we keep printing money, in theory, money will become so worthless, the market may never crash. It may just keep on going up. And this bull run that we've had will just continue on and on and on. It will continue. And we're all burying our head into the sand. In the sand. I mean, we're, we're, we are printing ourselves so much money that we are deva- devaluing and debasing our currency at a rate that's probably never been seen before. Um, yeah, when, when we're talking about assets that you need to be involved in, like I said, bonds, make sure you get the tips bonds if there's a lot of money printing. It's, uh, I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but it's really important. Look up tips bonds. The principle, like I said, it adjusts up over time. It adjusts with inflation. So um, if there is no inflation, I think it adjusts down, actually. I think if there's deflationary times, it goes down, so that sucks a little bit. But it doesn't matter. That's the risk you take. I'm not a bonds guy. I do like to make sure I have some exposure to the total bond market, though. I do keep that in mind. Um, What's another thing that I do? Oh, yes. Um, real estate investment trusts. So I'm not... So I'm one of those people who firmly believes that if you take a loan out for real estate, there's a huge risk there. Now, people would also like to point out that doing a real estate investment trust has its own risk, but not really. If I invest in a real estate investment trust, uh, like a Vanguard, the VNQ, right? I think it's the VNQ. I can't remember the acronym, but it's the Vanguard Real Estate Investment Index Fund, basically. And what it does is it indexes all the different real estate investment trusts out there. And it basically diversifies your overall position. So you're getting exposure to all sorts of different real estate investment trusts in general. But you're getting exposed to different real estate markets. That's the important part. So I think diversity is important. Sorry, diversification is important. I also think diversity is important too. I think it's good to have all sorts of different types of people who think um, in different ways. But you know, the thing is, if you diversify your real estate portfolio, Using a Vanguard real estate investment trust, I think it's one of the best ways to do it. Um, you're getting so exposed to the real estate market, it's almost insane. And it gives you such a huge advantage. So my whole goal is to give as many people the advantage as possible. If, in, in letting people know, I think it's better to, instead of buying your own house, this is going to sound insane, but when you buy your own house, you have to pay, you have to get a mortgage, right? And you have to pay some kind of interest rate. And the thing that sucks about the interest rate um, is, you know, you're not getting your complete bang for your buck. And sure, the real estate appreciates over value, but there's such a risk in borrowing money. You know what I mean? I don't like it. Like, what if I lost my job? That's the thing. Nobody ever thinks about that. But if, if you lost your job, if you lost your ability to get the source of income you need, it doesn't matter what it is. It just it, what matters is borrowing money for real estate is kind of a suicide. is 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 a really risky attempt. Now, life is nothing without risk, but if you can play it safe, sometimes it is okay to play it safe. You know, the best investors, the best real estate people I know, they're all about asymmetric risk and reward. They're trying to find, they're trying to find the bet. They're trying to look into something that has minimal risk but high reward. Now, this is something I do on a daily basis. I look for those things. I look for low risk, high reward, right? So the reward potentiality is really high, but the risk is low. Like I don't lose much if I lose, essentially, is the, is the whole goal. The whole goal, I mean, it, it, it's kind of a brilliant strategy, and it's something a lot of like Warren Buffett uses, Charlie Munger, um, you name it. 
uh, even my boys Dean Graziosi, Tony Robbins, they promote it too. You know, those guys are big proponents of it. And I say that you shouldn't have to risk it all. People always think that in investing and all this shit, you have to risk everything. It's really stupid to risk everything. What if you're wrong? That's the one thing people don't realize. I believe human beings are very intelligent, but I also believe we have the equal capacity to be really idiotic. And it's, we also have the ability to get full of ourselves. I get full of myself. I get a little too high on my own train. I get high on my own supply. I start thinking I'm right all the time. It's wrong. I like to keep, I don't like to keep myself humble as I'm not humble, not in any way. There's no part about me that's humble. I'm very proud of what I become, but I'm also really proud of what people can become. I'm also proud of what people can do. So uh, that's one of the reasons I do this show is because I kind of want to instill a form of confidence in everybody. I'm tired of seeing underconfident people because I, I think you're better than that. Whoever's watching this, you're better than that. Be confident. You know, don't, you don't have to risk the whole fucking bank. You don't have to risk everything, man. People don't get this. You don't have to risk the whole lotto. Um, and it's just something I want to instill upon every listener. You know, you can still do a good job. You can invest in the right stuff. You know, real estate, you can still get involved in that. Even if you don't take out a loan, there's stocks, there's bonds. You can get involved in the bond market, even the total bond market. It's not, I don't advise it under inflationary times. I still advise tips bonds. Those are my favorite ones. If I'm going to be quite frank. I think we're going to be in inflationary times for a very long time. I don't think it's going away, and I think the Fed is slowly, slowly ruining our economy by how much money printing they're doing. That's like the one rule of economics. Don't fucking print money. Dumbass. But nobody ever listens to it, and it's a sad reality. But if we're going to talk about one other thing, I want to talk about... Um, oh, There's another asset, gold. Gold, gold, and gold. You want to be involved in gold. I think gold or silver, some sort of precious metal that has some form of rarity and uh, need, desire. People desire it, you know. Silver, I, silver, I think, is the best commodity because I think silver is going to have a lot of utility. Um, gold is still great. I think gold, by default, you always want to be involved, if, involved in. If you, if you get into a gold ETF and you see the price of gold drop, buy that shit on the dip. Buy gold on the dip. Seriously, buy gold on the dip. That's the best thing you can do. Because if gold prices are shooting down, they're eventually going to go back up. That's just how gold works. And the, one of the best ways to play with the pricing schemata, schemata scheme, whatever, um, to play with the pricing scheme of gold, you can at least uh, get a gold ETF and take advantage wholeheartedly there. Buying on the dip as it goes down, really good, a good crucial idea. Okay, so I want to keep this short. I've been having too many long episodes. Inflation. I'm just kind of reading my thing because I kind of want to see if there's any other points I want to make. Um, look, times are tough for a lot of people, right? And I want to say this. If you're watching a show like this, some of you probably are flipping off your screens thinking this guy's full of it. Um, this guy doesn't understand, you know, adversity. I do. You know, don't even get fooled by that for a second. I, not, there's certain levels of adversity I've never faced. I'll admit it. But I've also know that I have some insight and abilities that I think can help a lot of people out, even if they're struggling during economic times. It just takes a mind shift. The problem is I probably shouldn't have faith in this, and I'm probably a hopeful romantic in this, 
but I do have some faith that people can change for the better. For the better. Now, I also do know that people can change for the worse. I see it happen all the time. People go through a downhill slump. Um, they're not making the best decisions they could for themselves or the family or anybody. You know? um, and, you, and you see it all the time. It, it's something that can happen to anybody. Um, I'm no exception. I try to make sure that I do the right things every day. You know, um, try to, uh, I want to be a provider more than anything. Uh, this is the truth for my, my girlfriend, my family. Uh, she's part of my family. You know, I, I, I want to make sure that one of these days, even though I do think a house is a lousy investment, I do one of these days want to have my own house. It is nice to potentially be my own landlord and, um, and be able to have a space of my own. It's really my own. You know, it's nice to have an apartment. I, you know, lease it out, but is it really my own space? No. But it would be nice one of these days, you know, if I, if I had a shit ton of money, just to be able to get a house with my girlfriend, you know, a decent sized house. It doesn't have to be a mansion or anything, but something where I can live, she can live, my family can live, her family, if she needed her family to live there. Um, there might be some exception to certain rules, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'd just be cool, you know, and, and um, I just want to make it to where... You know, the situations can get better for for people in my life. You know, and that's and that's one of the reasons why I invest. And I've made a decent amount of money investing. You know, and I still want to get better. I want to be smarter and be more creative with the with the schemes I come up with, with the systems I come up with. It's really important to come up with a good system. By the way, I recommend that for everybody. Um, because you can come up with a really dumb system. Like I'm, I'm gonna be really honest with everybody. You can come up with the dumb systems out there too. Um, but yeah, no, I hope, I hope these videos and I hope this audio podcast helps a lot of people out because I see people struggling. My family struggles sometimes and I try to get them on the right track, you know, um, there are people struggling and, um, here's one thing I want to say, work your ass off and I mean it, look, work really hard, but don't work hard. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the one thing that people realize need to realize you have to work smart too. Working smart is a requirement to working hard. And I'm going to repeat myself. Working smart is a requirement to working hard. There's no ifs, ands, or buts on this one. You got to work your ass off. You got to work your ass off. But you got to work this. Seriously. Success of any kind. Whether it's success at your job. Whether it's success outside of work. Whether it's success in a relationship. It all starts in here. It starts in here. There's no other way around it. So I just want to recommend read books. Watch videos that empower you to reconfigure, reprogram your mind. Not in the worst way. I'm not saying, I'm not talking about reprogramming as in like, you know, become a drone, you know, become a drone to the system. I'm talking about something very simple. I'm talking about make yourself better. Admit, you know, and the one thing I have to admit, even though I hate Alcoholics Anonymous, there's one thing I do admit that I love is the whole admission factor. You must admit you're a failure, basically, in order for you to finally succeed. You have to admit that you're not doing all the right things. That's, that's important. I had to admit that a lot. I admit this every day to myself. I look in the mirror and I'm saying, look, I'm doing well, but I'm also not getting to where I want to get to. So clearly, it's my fault that I'm not there yet. What do I have to do to get there immediately? Um, 
I honestly believe there's no time like the present. You know, everybody's got these 10-year, 5-year plans. And I think, well, if you could do it in 10 to 5 years, can you also find a way to do it in a year? Can you find a way to do it in 6 months, 3 months even? That's important to think about too. Um, anyway, I'm going a little bit on the philosophical deep end, and I want to apologize to the audience. Um, but I do want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this. I'm going to cut this video short or just actually now I've already gone long enough. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this though. Have an incredible rest of the night and stay safe and stay healthy and do the right stuff. Read a lot of good books, watch a lot of good videos. Anyway, later everybody.